you just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. You don't want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be. And we lied to them during recruiting or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. Is we want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play. Now, that's also a second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Winning the SEC probably is harder than winning the national championship. Do you know that? How about the fucking Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State. Welcome in to the latest episode of that. SEC podcast presented by my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Breton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, baby, we got a show lined up for hmm. you guys. Oh, baby. We did a little hustle today, didn't we? <laughs> Yes. Actually, we didn't do. Actually, we didn't do it. <laughs> we just called an expert, <laughs> and it took us about fifteen minutes to figure out how to do it. But hey, in the end, it it worked out. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about these weekend full of games. Yes, we've de- we're down two, but man, these uh, five games we got. I mean, these are some potential toss up games all across the board. It's going to be another epic weekend of SEC action. Shane, you got any? Any notes before we get going here? Well, Mike, you know, I don't know what happened last week on my hike, you know, and I, I don't know if it was because I didn't do a sacrifice this time or not. This Uh-oh. So this time I took a wildcat up to the top <laughs> of the Smoky Mountain. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't, But I did look for that cougar, you know, and then I realized that thing. Did you see that video where a guy got uh, almost attacked by a cougar? <laughs> yeah, it was chasing him down a mountain or something? Yeah. <laughs> so the whole freaking time I'm like, you know, I mean – I, I know I'm in the mountains. I know there's probably a good chance I'm not going to see a wildcat because I've never seen one, you know, and I'm walking. I'm like, damn, you know, but what if that cougar does come out here, you know? And then I saw it. So the whole time I'm thinking about this damn cougar and only to find out is like, we don't have cougars here in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so needless to say, no cougar spotted, but it was a fantastic walk, fantastic hike. And, and I hope, I hope we get it right. I hope, uh, you know, I hope, I'm trying to do everything like, you know, I know I'm superstitious and, and I, I, I tweaked something last week. So I'm trying to go back to what I was doing the week before. I think I think we're going to hit this week, Mike. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, uh, last thing I got on that cougar shade, I, I mean, the chances they stay off the trails, you're probably not going to see one. But if you do, mm-hmm. it's probably because they're starving and you look delicious. So <laughs> <laughs> I well, would I recommend some- not getting out your phone and making a video. I recommend getting the hell out of there. Well, I thought this through, Mike. I took a couple little kids with me, you know, so I could just drop, you know, not the fast ones. I took, you know, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I did take some family and, uh, but everybody's faster than me, but I, I would have stayed and fought that cougar if I had to, you know, if I had to. All right, Shay, before we get to our picks here, we're going to introduce uh, a new segment. We're going to try to do this every week. We got a expert on here, PhD 
in meteorology, Chris Nully, found at Chris Nully, that's N-U-N-L-E-Y, chief meteorologist for KAGS in Texas there. He's going to give us some insight, Shane, on the weather in all these SEC football games. And I think, uh, hey, I know you're not tuning in for the weather, but uh, one game in particular here is going to give us some insight. I think the fans are really going to appreciate this. And, you know, he just gives you some knowledge that Shane and I don't have. This was Shane's idea. Let's credit Shane. I think he knocked it out of the park with this one. So let's kick it over to our interview with uh, Chris Nully. You know, you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the wrong Phil. I'll give you a winter prediction. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray. And it's going to last you for the rest of your life. Stadium, it has been raining throughout the southeast. And Wayne will be a factor in today's game. Did about half the practice yesterday, wet ball today. Everybody can handle the ball was wet. So um, that's, that's all we can do to prepare for it. We can't make it rain. So. Us East Tennessee boys trying to figure out this damn technology. We I, this ain't for me, man. <laughs> man, it's, it's same here in Mississippi. So uh, it's it's just not working. <laughs> all right, Chris. So um, yeah, all we really want to do is just intro you to the audience, who you are. Brief intro here, and you can just kind of give the listeners a little bit of your background uh, before we get into the weather updates. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. So uh, I studied meteorology at the University of Oklahoma, uh, undergrad there. So, you know, I'm a kind of a big 12 OU fan, but I did my master's and PhD at Mississippi State. So obviously that's uh, who I side with most of the time is Mississippi State. Uh, I've been in the TV business for a few years. I was out in Albuquerque, New Mexico for a couple of years back in 1819. And now I am in Texas in the, uh, the Waco market uh, doing TV meteorology. So that's a little bit of my background. You know, I, I love all sports, everything from uh, gymnastics, soccer, football, basketball, uh, you name it. So big sports enthusiast, a big weather nerd, and uh, a big fan of you guys. So I've been listening to your <laughs> podcast for uh, for a while now. That's awesome, man. Like, it makes you think, what have you done with your life, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's barely 30, and he's done all this, man. I, 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 hey, we're glad to have you on, man. Uh, you know, weather's been a, been a been a huge factor in the SEC here the last couple of uh, weeks. So uh, I, I spotted your – actually, you followed us on that SEC podcast. I started following you with the hurricane coverage, and uh, we're just glad to have you on, man. Well, I'm I'm really glad that you know that we connected on Twitter, and I'm glad that uh, that we we got something set up. So, like you mentioned, whether it affects the game, especially in the SEC, with you having a school in Missouri and a school in Kentucky, you can have not only ice events or snow events up there. Like you mentioned, you can have hurricanes impacting A and M or uh, LSU or Florida. So we see a little bit of all of it, and it all impacts the game. And I got a quick question for you before we get to uh, any of the games or anything. 
but I noticed you're a big fan of the bow ties. Where are you getting all these bow ties from? <laughs> man, I, I'm okay. So I'm going to tell you this, like I'm really cheap. So man, I go, I'll go to like uh to Ross and stuff or go try to find a sell at like JC Penney's or Macy's. Uh, I, I don't like to spend over like 10 bucks on them, but uh, yeah. So I just go and wherever I find a good deal, I buy them, but I'm a big bow tie uh, guy. I know that that's kind of, old missus you know that's kind of their deal but uh i'm a mississippi state guy but uh, i guess you know i guess all uh, sec schools I, I i feel like a lot of fans you know kind of rock the bow tie so mm-hmm. uh it's kind of my little signature i gotta hey, Chris, i gotta lose wait, about what? 80 pounds before i can wear one of those <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey Chris, what's your twitter handle for uh the listeners so they can find you online all right yeah it's at Chris Nunley, so at C-H-R-I-S-N-U-N-L-E-Y. Fantastic. Great follow, guys. And a lot of folks are saying, hey, I wonder what Shane looks like. Well, go to Chris's website, <laughs> look at him, <laughs> and then picture the exact opposite. So <laughs> I have no hair. I'm a. I'm not a lean, mean fight machine. <laughs> the other day we were trying to get a hold of Chris, and he's like, yeah, I'm going for a run. I was like... Golly, three <laughs> words me and Mike will never use. <laughs> yeah, I thought someone was chasing you there for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was running to Starkville to tell Mike Leach to get that offense working. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what can you tell us about, uh, you know, we got five games. Unfortunately, we don't got seven like we were supposed to, but we got five games here in the SEC this weekend. Is I know last weekend was a huge weekend for weather with uh, the hurricane and everything. We didn't know how that was going to affect the action. But uh, what can you tell us this week about the the weather around the SEC? Man, so we have a cold front that's moving in. So the weather's going to be really nice for most of the games. There's one game I have an eye on, which we'll talk about that here in just a second. I'll start with the Kentucky-Tennessee game. So this is in Knoxville. Uh, I think kickoff is at... 11 a.m. Central, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So that game, it's going to be nice. It's going to be sunny. Uh, kickoff temperature around 60 degrees, just a light southeasterly wind at 10 miles per hour. Now, as we get to the fourth quarter, the temperatures are going to fall into the mid-60s. So it'll start to, uh, you know, maybe cool off a little bit. But it's going to be a really nice game overall. Low humidity. I don't see any weather impacting uh, that game at all. And then as we head to the Auburn-South Carolina game, which this is down in South Carolina, it's going to be similar. Temperatures starting out in the 60s at kickoff, and then during the fourth quarter should be in the mid-60s. Winds are only going to be around 5 to 10 miles per hour. The low humidity there as well. Here's the game that I'm interested in. So Ole Miss at Arkansas. Uh, This is a 3.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. The temperatures aren't going to be bad. It's going to be around 66 during kickoff with temperatures falling into the lower 60s by the end of the game. But this is where it gets interesting. Winds at 15 miles per hour uh, with gusts up to 25 miles per hour. So the research shows that the winds have the biggest impact on the games, bigger than snow, ice, rain, all that stuff. So it impacts the quarterback play quite a bit. When the winds are over 20 miles per hour, the analytics show that there are 17% fewer points per game. So um, that, that means that, of course, with Ole Miss throwing that ball around, that their offense may be uh, possibly a little bit limited by the strong winds that we're going to see. 
Uh, if there are any people out there betting, uh, the under hits about 55% of the time when the winds are above 10 miles per hour. And then the winds, uh, when they're above 17 miles per hour, that under hits 60% of the time. So uh, as you can imagine, with Ole Miss trying to toss it around, that could be a big factor. And then with field goals as well, if you have a field goal that's beyond 35 yards with winds gusting at 25 miles per hour from the south-southeast, that can kind of impact the trajectory of the ball. So that's going to be my game that I'm keeping an eye on. And then for the A&M Mississippi State game, kickoff uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Not going to be bad at all. Temperatures in the low 70s. Ending the game, it's going to be a little bit cool. It's going to fall in the upper 50s, so you may want to have the light jacket. Uh, the winds are only going to be about five miles per hour. And then just east of Starkville, out in Tuscaloosa for the big game of the week uh, with Georgia, it's going to be pretty much the same thing as Starkville. Highs uh, in the low 70s, so at kickoff it'll be around 60 degrees because the kickoff's a little bit later, and then those temperatures are going to fall into the mid-50s by the fourth quarter uh, heading into the end of the game. So it'll get a little bit cool then. You may want to have that light jacket, and the winds are going to be really light as well. So all the games will look nice other than that game in Fayetteville where we're going to have the winds up to 25 miles per hour. That could impact, again, the kicking game as well as the passing game. So that'll be the one to kind of keep an eye on. Well, I think with uh, just one weather update, you gave more information than Shane and I could ever possibly give. <laughs> and then there you go with five games. That was outstanding. I think uh, the fans yeah. will really appreciate that. So, you know, once again, thanks. I, I really do appreciate you hopping on and, and just providing an extra insight that uh, Shane and I, there's no way we could have done that. Oh yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll continue to fine tune it. If, uh, if the listeners want a little more information or a little less, or they want to hear something different, you know, we'll just kind of adjust on the fly, but yeah, no problem at all. I'm glad to, you know, to help you all out and whatever you need to just holler at me. Dude, that was fantastic. Is there anything you want to plug? No, not, you know, not really. Just, uh, just uh, enjoy the football. You know, uh, we didn't think we were going to have it this fall. So everyone get out there, enjoy it have some beer, eat some good food. And uh, yeah, you know, if there's anything I ever need to plug though, I'll, uh, I'll let you all know. Hey, sure. One thing before you hop off here, do you own a cowbell and do you ring it while you watch uh, Mississippi state play football? Oh, I do own a cowbell. Uh, I, I would ring it, but I don't, I'm up at the station right now, so I don't have it with me. Uh, no, I don't, I don't ring it unless I'm at the game. So unfortunately, no, nah, I don't, I don't ring it unless I'm actually at the game. Okay, because I, I got a cousin, Randy Bratton. I can't even watch a game with him uh, because he's just ringing that damn thing the, the entire, <laughs> even in his living room I'm talking about here. I'm not going to lie. So when I first, when I first uh, went out to Starkville, it was kind of annoying at first. The, like the cowbells, I'm like, I'm like, dang, this is really loud. You know, I'm used to being around like, you, you know, like gunshots and stuff. And that doesn't bother me. But those cowbells, I'm like, man, these are loud and annoying. But you just kind of get used to it, you know. Hey, I do. I got one last question before you get off here, because I, I noticed a little debate on your Twitter feed today. Do you prefer going by Chris or Doc or Professor? I mean, you got a lot of titles there. <laughs> Man, uh, <laughs> you all can just call me whatever you want. So uh, I don't. I don't like being called Doctor. It makes me feel old, you know. Yeah. So I'm a little bit self-conscious. <laughs> I'd rather be called. I'd rather somebody be like, "Hey, dumbass," than like call me Doc. <laughs> We get called that plenty, so I know how that Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, thanks again. I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, no man. problem. Oh, All can, right, I no. one, can I ask you one more question? I'm sorry. 
this this is no yeah. Uh, Michael cleaned this up so we don't so I don't sound so dumb. That's usually what happens behind the scenes. But I did want to ask, like, is there any future hurricanes we need to be looking at? Because I, I know some of these these uh, hurricanes that are coming in, they've got like projections and stuff like that. Is there any storms that that we that we may come encounter with, or are we over that right now? So right now there are no active storms in the Atlantic. There are three areas that we're watching for development. The season is going to continue for another month and a half, so through the end of November. So it's possible that we could see some additional tropical activity over the next month and a half, but right now, nothing imminent. And with it getting later in the year, if we were to see any tropical impacts, the most likely areas that would see those impacts would be uh, possibly South Carolina and Florida. And then as you start heading a little bit farther west and north, those chances really start to decrease this time of the year. So the hot spots would definitely be Florida as well as South Carolina. We'd have to keep an eye on any games there. Um, and then a secondary hazard as you get back towards, you know, obviously Auburn, uh, Alabama, LSU. But those chances uh, really start to decrease as we head later in the season. But right now, short answer, no tropical threat, but we're keeping an eye on the tropics. And, you know, with 2020, who knows what could happen. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Have a good weekend, Chris. Yeah, you all too. All right, Shane. So I don't think that could have went any better than it went. I mean, that was some outstanding stuff, wasn't it? Absolutely, man. I, I actually I adjusted a couple scores after this thing. So uh, this was fantastic, especially for them gamblers out there. I know who you are. Uh, <laughs> so this this really helps us out and uh, definitely got my my eyes glued to that Arkansas game, man. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we're we're right there. You want to just uh, you ready to make some picks? Hell yeah, let's do it. Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Not only am I picking Toledo to cover, I'm picking Toledo to win outright. Now, Cash will kick your ass if he heard you say that. <laughs> that, that well, he kicked my ass regardless. <laughs> exactly. They're going to beat the brakes off Miami. You watch it. Mike, if Florida wins this damn game, I will sing the fight song Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening, brother. Yeah, orange and blue, waving forever. Forever pride, oh Florida, may she droop. Now. Here. I, I forgot to hit record, so you got to do that again. Are you shitting me? No, I'm recording it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane, as always, we're going to go in order of the kickoff times, and it's a lot easier this week because uh, the Georgia-Alabama games, the night game, so we're going to save that one to the end, obviously. But uh, let's start with the noon games. We'll start with Auburn at South Carolina, noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central. The Auburn Tigers, Shane, a three-point favorite on the road at South Carolina. Who do you like in this matchup? Mike, let's just go ahead and get that lock of the week out of the way, brother. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, Mike, I have been totally, totally, totally disappointed with the Auburn Tigers. And I don't know if, if that's because I've been talking them up all off season and I put the jinx on them. If I did, I apologize, Auburn mm-hmm. fans. But, I mean, Auburn can easily be 0-3 right now. Mm-hmm. Easily. I mean, if a couple breaks went Kentucky's way instead of the opposite, they would have won. You know, if this, you, you saw what happened last week. No need to rehash that. But very easily could have been 0-3. South Carolina – 
You know, you look at their record, they're sitting there at one and two, but what you don't see if you didn't watch the games is how competitive they are with the Tennessee Volunteers, how competitive they were with the first half, the Florida Gators. There was moments in that game they could have ran away with it too and made it even a closer ball game. I think South Carolina found their groove last week, brother. They needed a victory. They needed a W to 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 have that confidence moving forward that they are a legit ball club in the SEC East. And I think this is a uh, you know uh, a tough game. I don't think it's going to be an easy game, but I just like the the development, the growth of of Colin Hill, uh, uh, the running backs here. I, I I think South Carolina just makes kind of a little statement game, gets him a top 20 win. So I've got South Carolina winning this thing, 31, Auburn, 20. So blowing that spread out of the water, Mike. Wow. Well, I just got way less confident in my pick now because uh, Shane put the kiss of death on the Gamecocks <laughs> here. But a lot of what you said, I agree with it. And, uh, you know, we here we go on with Bo Nix and Chad Morris calling these plays and each week, I mean, it's looking worse and worse. I think uh, Bo Nix has certainly not progressed to the level we were told it was going to be. Now, mm-hmm. Auburn does have Tank's big Tank Bigsby, and he's yeah. starting to really heat up. He's looking like one of the best freshmen in the SEC, if not the best so far. They're finally getting the ball into Anthony Schwartz's hands. That's dangerous, too. But uh, one thing that uh, we've been talking up, Auburn, we talked about it for months, and it's come to fruition here, this offensive line is just a disaster. They don't mm-hmm. even have five guys that they know to put in the ball game. I mean, they're, that's what Gus has been talking about all week. we got to find – they're trying to five, find five guys that, that belong <laughs> on the field together. So that's mm-hmm. a recipe for disaster against this South Carolina defensive line that's really playing some strong ball here. I thought the Gamecocks – Defensive line would be a strength of that def- that entire team, and it's played out that way. One name you didn't mention there, Shane, with the South Carolina, Kevin Harris, the running back. He currently has the longest rush in the SEC. He had it last week. I believe it was 88 yards. No one's had mm-hmm. that long of a run in the SEC this season. He's really starting to come on, and that opens up that whole Mike Bobo offense. So I think this is what we were trying to get. With Marshawn Lloyd, you know, they really needed yep. someone to tout that ball. And without him, I think, you know, Colin Hill has been a surprise. I think he's played really well, yep. like you said. But I don't think you want, no disrespect to him, I don't think you want him carrying the the entire offense, the entire SEC season. I think Mike Bobo is always a guy that wants to lean on that ground game. Once you have mm-hmm. that going, you hit him with the play action. We saw that last week at Vanderbilt. Like Shane, I think that continues here against an Auburn team that they say they're getting their defensive backs back, but they're banged up. Their best linebacker, I know Owen Popo gets so much cred, but it's K.J. Britt is their best linebacker. He's still out. So mm-hmm. just like Shane, I'm going to South Carolina Gamecocks, and just like him, we almost have the day of identical score. I'm going <laughs> South Carolina 33, Auburn 20. I also think Will Muschamp, Shane, going into this one, he's got – you know, he's playing with house money because yeah. I think his fan base wrote him off already and all this. And, oh, my God, Auburn's coming to town. Remember, I was trying to tell people, this ain't a top 10 team. No. No, they're not They're not a top 10 team. So, like you said, Auburn could be 0-3. They're going to be 1-2 here come Sunday. South Carolina gets the win. All right, the other noon game, Shane. Kentucky at Tennessee. The Vols are a six-point favorite in Neyland Stadium. Who do you like in this matchup? Boy, Kentucky looked good last week, didn't they, Mike? 
I mean, they mm-hmm. had no trouble stopping the offense, Coach Leach. And I, I thought that was very impressive. I mean, the fact that you were able to – I mean, Leach did not score any points. Yeah, there was two points on the board, but that defense came together. They were able to get those turnovers that, that Mark's been trying – that he's been preaching. You mm-hmm. know, as soon as they get those turnovers, they're going to be in any ball game, and I guarantee that's going to happen. But their offense, man, really, really disappointed me last week. Mississippi State's been able to give up rushing yards, passing yards. It's it's not hard to score against Mississippi State this year, and that seems like something they still had a hard time doing. Yeah, a team that we talked about against Auburn. You know, that there was just moments, little flashes of 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 uh, they're back to the running game. And one thing that I saw from Tennessee last week is. They're pretty good at defending the run. I think, I mean, I know Georgia looked pretty good if you're looking at the scoreboard, but Mm -hmm. as far as their defense, man, I'm telling you, Tennessee did a fantastic job, and I think that Tennessee's going to try to give those boys rest and find that running attack. This offensive line, they should be pissed off, man, because they got flat-out embarrassed against the Georgia Bulldogs, and and I'm sure there's been a lot of – a lot of yelling going on this week, you know. You've been reading them clippings. You 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 know, you're already you're already saying you're the best offensive line in the SEC. Well, you just got put on national stage and looked like like infants, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just totally embarrassment. So, I think coach Cheney's going to come out here and he is going to try to run this ball right down the throats of the Big Blue Nation. And I think they get it done, Mike. And I think that only helps our defense because when Kentucky does have the ball, these guys can finally pin their ears back and put some pressure back there, make Terry to make bad decisions. I think we see a quarterback change in this. I truly do. I think this is the game that uh, Terry this, – this may be the last time we see Terry playing uh, other than Wildcat. I think Joey comes in moving forward after this, uh, after this loss. So, clearly I've got Tennessee winning. I am a homer. 28, Kentucky 17. What do you got, Mike? Ooh. Yeah, I think this is a classic showdown, Shane, where, you know, obviously Tennessee lost big last week, so everyone's writing them off. Kentucky won their game, so now they got momentum. And, you know, this has been a close matchup the last couple years. A lot of people see this as basically the, you know, two teams that are very, very similar. Defensive-minded head coaches, quarterbacks that are inconsistent, led by their offensive line, led by the running game. I mean, you could say that about both of these teams. But people that are reading too much into that, Tennessee, in my mind this year, has been a much, much stronger team than Kentucky. Yes, I know Kentucky just beat Mississippi State, but my God, they had six interceptions in that game. Anytime you intercept someone six times, you're going to win that ball game. Kentucky's offense just has been sputtering. They do not look as good. A.J. Rose is banged up. Cavassier Smoke mm-hmm. is out. Now, Chris Rodriguez, he's a hell of a back. But can he, you know, he's kind of like a Zamir White type. And Tennessee shut him down. Yeah. And I think Kentucky will have a, I think they have a better offensive line than Georgia, but it's not completely better. I mean, I think, I think Georgia's probably got more talent, but Kentucky's just getting more out of their guys. And Tennessee, like you said, they, they really held their own against the running game for the most part against Georgia. I think Kentucky will have some success but they're going to force Terry Wilson to beat them. They're going to force these Kentucky receivers to beat them. And I got no confidence in that happening. So I think this is a game, Jarrett Garantato, when he's 
throwing picks and, and making terrible decisions. Tennessee's beatable, and they will be beatable in this game if that happens. But he's had a very strong track record against the Kentucky Wildcats. You know, in the Missouri game and in the Georgia game, he had flashes. If he can just hit some of these downfield shots, I don't even think this is going to be a ball game, Shane. I'm ready to lock it down. Tennessee, 35. Kentucky, 17. This is a two-touchdown game in Neyland mm. Stadium. Sweet, Mike. Hey, let me ask you something. Um, if Okay, let's say Kentucky loses this game, which we both were predicting. Do you think Terry loses his job? Mm. And and I'm going to flip it. If Kentucky comes down here to Knoxville mm-hmm. and smokes the Tennessee Volunteers and Garantano has a, another bad game, do we have a quarterback challenge going into next week with uh, <laughs> Alabama right around the corner? No, because I, I just don't think he – that just seems like a horrible game to yeah. change the quarterback. you know. But maybe the following week during the bye week, you have two weeks to do it. It would make sense to there. But I could see what you're saying. Hell, I, I said it before the, leading up to the season. I thought Joey Gatewood would beat out Terry Wilson. Mm-hmm. Kentucky fans call me damn crazy. And it's already starting to play out that way where Terry Wilson, you know, let's give him credit. He has been a very dynamic runner this game. He had a 51-yard touchdown in the last game. So the running ability is back for Terry, but it just, I don't know if it's all on him, but maybe it's the receivers not developing, but just the passing game is basically non-existent once again. And you can't go back to that excuse of, you know, well, we don't have a quarterback. You got multiple quarterbacks this year and they're just not getting it done. And in all SEC schedule, you know, I hate to say it. I mean, we we have a ton of respect for Kentucky and the running game, but you're just not going to be able to grind your way to many wins in the SEC with no passing game. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Shay, well, before we move on, let's uh, remind the listeners we're brought to you by MyBookie, the online sports book. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. All new customers receive a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. That means if you're a new customer to mybookie.ag and you put in the promo code that SEC, that's T-H-A-T-S-E-C, they will match your initial deposit up to $1,000. So you could potentially start with $2,000 to gamble on, Shane, immediately. And we got this college football firing up. We're going to get into some, some picks here. But, man, I'm just fired up that college football is finally here. And the only thing that makes football better, in my opinion, is drinking some beer and betting all these games. So <laughs> head on over to mybookie.ag. Once again, that promo code is that SEC over at mybookie.ag. Thousands of cross sports, wagers, props, parlays, all that. Winning season begins today only at mybookie with that promo code that SEC. All right, Shane. So one of the more intriguing matchups here, this game could go either way. And I think the spread is indicative of that. Ole Miss on the road is a a one-and-a-half-point favorite at Arkansas, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central kick. Who do you like in this matchup? Ooh, buddy, 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 buddy. This one I went around with, and then then we got our weather update, and I had to adjust a few things. I brought the score (laughs) down a little bit because I thought it – in my mind, I'm thinking this is going to be a high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much that uh, I don't trust Arkansas's defense. I mean, you just saw an Ole Miss offense – put up what 40 points against alabama so 48 40 i mean you know what i'm talking half a century here yeah so i i i was expecting even a higher point game but 
you know, the wind talk and everything got me thinking. So I, I brought it back down and I like the heart of Arkansas, man. Um, I, I just think that these guys are, are playing against everybody. And, and I, I just feel like Sam has kind of created that environment. You know, no one, everybody doubted him as a coach and mm-hmm. look at him. You know, here's Barrett, Coach Odom, you know, again, doubted, fired from from uh, Mizzou. Now he's here. You know, Arkansas has got a roster full of people that nobody wanted. And and I think that's kind of the mentality and, and that just the the attitude that these guys have, that it's us against everybody. And it has brought this team together. It, it is really – I think you're getting the absolute best out of every athlete that's on that field because they want to do it for their brothers beside them. And that's why I like them to win this game. Ooh. Not that Ole Miss isn't talented because mm-hmm. they really are, Mike. They've got a fantastic offense. It's an absolute unit. But Arkansas has got a sneaky good defense. And they've got a the, – uh, Felipe Franks is playing the best ball he's ever played. And I like them winning close games. And that's why I've got Arkansas winning 35, Ole Miss 31. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned that over and under. Chris mentioned it as well at 76. It's incredibly high. Everyone thinking it's going to go over. I'm, I got to be honest, I was a little mad at Chris for saying bet the under because I was going to be my, I was going <laughs> to, that's what I was going to recommend because this is, that's like a sucker bet where everybody thinks it's going to go over because we just saw put up 48 on Alabama. So everyone mm-hmm. says, well, hell, they're going to put up 60 on Arkansas, and Arkansas has got a good offense, They'll and Ole Miss got terrible defense. They'll put up some points. Not so fast. I think that's a sucker bet. I think the under is the play here, and I, and Chris's weather update kind of verified that. I do think this is going to be a really good game, though. I could see it going either way. One key advantage here, Kendall Bryles. Jeff Lebby, the two offensive coordinators in this system, both come from the Baylor offense. But here's the deal. You could give Ole Miss defense all the advice in the world. I just don't think they got the players right now. Whereas at Arkansas, with Barry Odom, we're already seeing that looks like the coordinator hire of the year. You better believe he's been picking Kendall Bryles' brain all, probably all offseason, all week. You know, how do we slow this thing down? They're not going to completely shut down Ole Miss. I think that's impossible the way Matt Corral's playing. But I think they'll play a little bit better than expected. I think Arkansas, they may even have a better defense than Alabama, as crazy as that is to say right now. And I think Ole Miss throwing so much into that Alabama game, they still came up short. I wonder how much that's going to demoralize them and, and kind of get them this week too. They're going on the road. One thing we didn't know about Arkansas last week, you know, how high were they going to be after beating Mississippi State? Was Were they going to lose focus and, and lose to Auburn? That certainly didn't happen. I mean, they got down 17-0 to and they came rallied back. So it's like you said, this is Sam Pittman, tough team. They're going to be focused. I don't think that Auburn game is going to get to them. I think, if anything, it's going to piss them off. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to come out here strong, just like you, Shade. I'm taking Arkansas to win outright. 40, Arkansas 40, Ole Miss 33, and that's still slightly under. So uh, I, I play in the under bet that game too. I like it. All right, Shane, Texas A&M, five-point favorite on the road at Mississippi State, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. Who do you like in this matchup? Oh, Mike. Um, well, Chris may want to close his ears here, man, because, you know, I, I, I love – 
I love Mississippi State. I, I always have. I've, they've always had a soft spot in my heart. And I don't know if it's the cowbells or the underdog or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was amplified when the pirate came in. I, I, I'm just expecting great things from the Bulldogs. And then you got the Texas A&M Aggies. I kicked them while they were down. You know, I made fun of their quarterback. I made fun of their coach. And they turned it around last week and looked fantastic. Not not flawless, but they looked really good. Mississippi State is not progressing the way I thought they should. And it's just sometimes it's 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 time to take a cold hard look in the mirror and say, you know what? We've got a bright future, but tomorrow is gonna suck. <laughs> because I don't think they're ready to hang with teams like Texas A&M, a team that's good on both sides of the ball. You know, like I said, they made a few mistakes last week, but this is a this is a well-balanced, well-coached team. You've got the quarterback, the fifth-year senior, Kellen Mon. I think he comes out and just proves just a continuation of what we saw last week. I've got them winning this game, and not even close, Mike. I've got Texas A&M 35 Mississippi State, 14. Mm, there goes our Mississippi State audience. <laughs> I, no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just hey, kidding. I told them about the future, Mike. You know, I mean, just <laughs> hang in there. I think the Pirates are right, but K.J. Costello clearly is not the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he he can sling the rock for sure, but he has trouble making decisions. And you saw that last week with six interceptions. Mm-hmm. He's just... He is not getting better in this system. People are just fig- figuring him out. Yeah, and that's why I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Will Rogers, the true freshman. Now, he came in against uh, Kentucky, and I wouldn't say he had an outstanding day. He threw a couple picks, one that was, I think, more on the uh, Kentucky defense, making an outstanding play than it than it really was you know, a poor decision or throw or anything like that. So, you know, very tough spot coming into the ball game down late and, and just kind of having to force the ball. So if he goes into the game, he's the starting quarterback potentially. I think that's there's a real chance that happens this week. One thing you didn't hit on there, Shane, though, I think Mississippi State, I think they got a lot better defense than what you're giving them credit for. I think they show up in this game. I believe Mississippi State leads the SEC in sacks and potentially tackles for loss. Don't quote me on that, but I know they lead it in sacks. They've been playing really good ball considering how horrible the offense is. You'd think it'd be the other way around, but uh, they've surprised us down there. Zach Arnett's doing a hell of a job. And, you know, it's it's surprising, Shane, how quick you're jumping on Jimbo bandwagon after this time last week when you were <laughs> shoveling dirt on him. But uh, I certainly think Texas A&M, should be favored in this game, and I understand why they are because Mississippi State's been struggling so much. But I think uh, I think we've yet to see just because we saw Texas A&M win one ball game. I don't think all of a sudden they're these world beaters yet. I think they're they're still very inconsistent to me, and I think this is you know they're high one week, they're low the next. So I think they'll have a strong showing here. But how effective will that passing game be? They've just lost another receiver for the year. They got the ground game going, which is outstanding. But can Kellen Mond put together back-to-back fantastic games, this one on the road? I'm not ready to buy that just yet. So I think Mississippi State's defense keeps them in the game. Texas A&M will win in the end. But I like Mississippi State to cover 
I think the defense is playing that well right now. I think they'll keep them in the ball game. So I'm going Texas A&M 21, Mississippi State 17. I just I'm, – I'm worried, man. I'm worried. I'm looking at 14 points in the last two weeks. And <laughs> it's been rough. <laughs> you can't – I mean, that's not what I expected after that week one showing. So, yeah, I, I'm just – I'm going to have to go with the wait-and-see approach, Mike. I, I picked them the last two weeks. They burnt me, so – now, now you hurt Shane, you know, you got to sit in the corner for a little bit until I, <laughs> until I deem necessary of gambling on you again. So right now I just don't. <laughs> All right. Final matchup, Shane, the game. Everybody's been waiting for lost. Maybe a speckle here of, uh, anticipation. Nick Saban sitting in his den, watching the game, just like the rest of us, Georgia at Alabama, the line four. Four and a half, depending on where you get it. Eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central on CBS. Let's kick it on over to the hype video. Number three, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. Well, it's the explosive offense of Alabama versus UGA's explosive defense. Yeah, I think it's about a statement game for Georgia. Light your fire from within. Block the noise. Ignore the outside voices. This is the game of the year. The SEC, there's no doubt about that. Find what fuels you. Light your fire with passion and energy. Light that thing so bright, it outshines those stadium lights. Turn that G into a beacon. Something everyone's going to want to come see. And when they arrive, they'll find out who we are. We are composed. When the air shivers with the roar of thousands, it's silent. We're dialed in. Laser focused, locked, and loaded. We gotta get it. The ball knocked out. We are disciplined, patient, deliberate, and explosive. Just gonna do what we gotta do. And when the time is right, boom, we strike. We are physical, smash mouth, violent, ground shaking. Four quarters, hell, eight quarters if they want to. We'll do whatever it takes. One, two, three. Hey. It's gonna be a war. Two heavyweights in the ring going toe-to-toe. To the last play, to the last moment, to the last whistle, to the last man. We fight. We are the heat. We are the fire. So let's go light this thing up. Let's pick this game. It's going to be a hype video just picking it. So thoughts on this one, Shane. Who do you like? Georgia, Alabama, everybody's dying to know. The big game here in the SEC. Who's the best of the best, Georgia or Alabama? First off, Mike, the memes have been fantastic. The videos have been fantastic. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this, Mike. It did not It did not slow down the Twitter trolls coming out at <laughs> Nick Saban. I saw more Butch Jones videos than I want to ever see again. I mean, it, it, it's been uh, Bubble Boy, you name it, it's been out there. So I think you may have started that one. Yeah, I probably, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I'm still not ruling it out that they're not going to have him there in a hazmat suit, you know, but there's a chance, and – but I'm going to tell you right now, Mike, this is the clash of Titans. This is no joke. This, this is the best offense versus the best defense in the country. And, you know, you always hear that defense wins championships. I think we're going to find out Saturday if that's true, Mike, because 
I'm telling you right now, and I'm, I've said it week after week, and people are probably tired of hearing it. Yeah, we know, Shane, best defense ever. But it is. The Georgia Bulldogs hold the most aggressive, ugliest, meanest damn defense I've ever seen in my entire life. And then on the flip side of the ball, you've got the king, Nick Saban, the, the, the man that has more titles than everybody than Bear Bryant, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the one he's chasing. Mm-hmm. So they've well, got a tied. I think they're tied. Okay, so he just wants to get one more. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. So good for him. Anyway, I, I'm telling you this right, right here, Mike. This offense is good, is great, but they have not been tested like they're going to be tested this Saturday. And no matter what happens, Mike, this game will always have an asterisk by it. Either A, Alabama wins, and they say, well, it's because X happened. Mm -hmm. Or Alabama loses, well, it's because Saban wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? This is It just feels like that's going to happen. But I don't think that should be the storyline in this game. The storyline should be the best offense versus the best defense. And I think this year, Mike, defense does win championships. I've got the Georgia Bulldogs going in there and whooping up on the Crimson Tide. Final score, Alabama 20, Georgia 28. Ooh. Shane, I think my favorite meme, I don't know if you saw it, I tweeted it out. Gary, what's Gary Danielson's reaction to finding out Nick Saban? It's <laughs> <laughs> screaming, no, girl. <laughs> but yeah, so this, uh, this is going to be a weird one, Shane. I don't know. I mean, it's almost impossible to predict how Alabama is going to respond without Nick Saban on the sideline. Are they going to be galvanized? Are they going to be distracted? I mean, they're basically an NFL team down there, so you got to think they're going to have a business approach to this game. And But it's still, it's going to be so weird. They've never played a game down there without him on the sidelines, obviously with any of those players that are on the roster at the moment. So it's just hard for me to believe it won't play some kind of factor in this game. But I think Alabama's going to play hard for their coach. They're going to come out. They're going to test Georgia. I think they're going to have a lot more success on offense than what you're giving them credit for. There's just so many weapons. I think, you know, they're not going to expose Georgia's defense. I think that's the wrong word because the Georgia defense is as good as cracked up to be. Uh, I think the biggest thing going into this matchup for me is how will Stetson Bennett perform? I mean, he's passed every test. I mean, I'm not – sitting here saying we need to doubt the guy because I think uh, we've certainly kind of been doubting him before and he's just, you know, week after week he's consistent. He's not a game breaker, but he's not costing him. His legs have been a major factor. They'll probably be a factor in this game. Just him escaping. I mean, it was demoralizing. If you're Tennessee defense last week, third and long, this guy just squirting out of the pocket and getting just enough for the first down. I mean, he did it time and time again. And I thought that was... That kept Georgia in the game. So Alabama's going to certainly be keyed on that. So I think they're going to – they really need George Pickens to have a big game here. And we keep hearing about, uh, you know, how terrible Alabama's defense is. And I don't know. They, they certainly looked bad last week, but this is a different kind of offense. So I'm a little concerned about how much success Georgia's offense can have against the Alabama defense. I think they'll certainly have some success – 
but it's not going to be another 48-pointer like the Rebels had because they just don't, I don't know if they have the quarterback or the weapons on the outside to do that. Although Burton's coming off for Georgia, he looks like a real player, a California native that they flipped from LSU right on signing day. That's looking like a hell of a pickup. Darnell Washington got into the action against Tennessee. So Georgia certainly has some pieces here. But Shane, I've been saying it all offseason. I'd feel like a sellout if I change my pick now. And this is not... I was going to pick this before Nick Saban was out, so that's not a major factor in my decision. But like you, I'm going with the Georgia Bulldogs to get the win in Tuscaloosa. A little bit more high-scoring game than you. I got it. Georgia 35, Alabama 32. Crimson Tide go down. Oh, man. But, you know, they didn't lose to Saban, you know. That's He's still undefeated. <laughs> He's still undefeated. Don't put it. Don't put it on his record. He wasn't there. So, uh, I, I I think this is going to be a great game, man. I you know I knew this was going to be a good game in the off season, but just where these two ball clubs are right now, I mean, this is the SEC championship. I don't care what you say, and you know things may change later. You know this may be Mike. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but with everything going on, this you don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Enjoy this weekend. Enjoy these games. I'm really looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I mean, this might be the best game we get to see this year. Hopefully it's not, but yeah. uh, that's why you got to savor each and every one of these. You know what? Absolutely, brother. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I am. I, I, I know there's a lot of people upset. I picked their teams and all that, but, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to be right this week, Mike. I don't know about you, but I'm not – I'm not worried. I'm not playing in fear anymore. I'm going out there and I, and if, if we're being completely honest, I was, I'm like one, I like, I'll win one. I'll lose one. I'll win one. So South Carolina fans, uh, get your money ready. Cause I got my money on you. <laughs> all right, Shane. So, uh, that's all I got. You got anything before we hop off on this uh, weekend edition here? Yeah, I got some reviews. Uh-oh. All right, Mike. First off, I appreciate everybody sending in those ratings and reviews. Those really do help us out. Uh, Mike's been, uh, I think you've been at the mailbox every day, haven't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I even got my koozies, man. I appreciate the hustle you've put in. But yeah, five-star ratings, those really do help us out. And I'd like to read a few of those, Mike. Uh, first one comes from Memphis Mitch White podcast five star you and cousin shane get me through the week and y'all's great work and knowledge of the game keep them coming go vols well memphis mitch white i appreciate you yeah and everyone follow uh, mitch white on twitter he's a good follow he's a good guy appreciate you next one comes from big blue marine one hell of a good time five star the only podcast that to me anyway can compete with matt jones and the ksr Love the fun y'all have, even if Shane is a slobbadier. <laughs> That's volunteer with big old slob in front of it, Shane. I know you need help with those big words sometimes. <laughs> Seriously, I love you guys. Even as a Kentucky fan, keep up the good work, and you guys make it easier to smile during some pretty dark times in my life. Glad I found the pod and will be a listener for a long, long time to come. Go Big Blue. Well, Big Blue Marine... I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Big Blue. Hope you're not too mad. I think I picked every Kentucky game wrong this year, so there you go. You're probably going to win. 
Absolutely. And when I unmute my phone, if you beat us uh, three <laughs> days from now, uh, I'll be there. <laughs> just just tweet at me and we'll tweet through this thing. But no, I really do. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your service as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one comes from C Martin, 2244. Go Vols, five star. Great show. Always entertaining and just enjoyable to listen to. Keep up the good work. Well, C Martin, 2244, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Martin. Next one comes from Sav Wex. Cool name. Great. Five star. Is that say, does that say something? It you does. know how you do some of those words? Is that saying something? Sav Wex? Uh, sex Wex? No, Savwex. S-A-V-W-E-X. Oh, I thought it was like, you know, like if you he say sw- it- He just switched the letters around, I think. You never heard of uh-uh. Sex Wax? No. No. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, Mike? No, I haven't. No, but I just thought it was one of those words that like if you break it up and it doesn't look like the words that you're saying, you know, but okay. Anyway, anyway, we got a lot of them to get to, Mike. This one, great podcast focusing just on the SEC and clearly your cool name. Savwex, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Sav. Next one comes from Balls Nation 55. Great show. Five star is a great podcast to listen to every day and keeps me informed and ready for the weekend of SEC football. Go Vols. Well, Vol Nation 55, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Nation. Next one comes from CG Dog 77 South Georgia Dog here. Five star. Listen to y'all about every day while driving the se- I don't know why I got an accent all of a sudden, Mike. While driving the semi down the road, balance coverage insightful, quite funny at times. Keep up the good work, guys. Can't wait to see that Georgia koozie. Also, sorry in advance to Mike and Shane for what's about to happen <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. Go dogs. Well, SG, we know exactly what happens, and it was not pretty. But I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. Next one comes from Evil Moody. Like that name. Awesome show. Five star. Love what y'all doing with the podcast. Love hearing it all around the SEC. Keep it up with my balls. Evil Moody, I appreciate you. Hey, my roommate's name was Moody. I wonder if that's him. Could be. Was he evil? I don't know, Mike. Let's go on to Dash You Bus. That's a cool name. Great comprehensive pod. Five star. Mike and Shane do a really good job almost daily on the podcast. Almost daily. <laughs> no, trust me, we have some off days. It's amazing the amount of time, work, and detail they put into the greatest college conference and sport in the country. Been listening for probably about two months or so, but it's definitely one of the top ones I listen to now. Well, Dash You Bus, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for the kind words, Dash. Next one comes from PWCINPC, Alabama fan, five star. New to your podcast and rating it a 5.0. Love your show. Would appreciate a Bama koozie. Roll Tide. Well, PW, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. And that's one of the teams we got coming. So as soon as those get in, hit us up. I'm glad to give you a koozie. Next one comes from Cope Ball underscore six. Go Vols. Five star. I'm an avid ball fan that loves that SEC podcast. All around best SEC podcast that gives unbiased, most of the time, <laughs> opinions. <laughs> well, Cope Ball, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Cope. Next one comes from SG Ross 91. Best SEC football podcast. Five star. 
Love these guys. I wake up and listen to them every morning. They're hilarious and actually know what they're talking about. They make unbiased predictions, which is rare to find. Very informative and entertaining. That SEC podcast is my lock of the week. Go Vols. Well, SG Ross, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. And I hope you got a better uh, lock than Shane. I think I was a little biased this week, Mike. Not going to lie. I'll try to do better if we lose. (laughs) Next one comes from No Happy. Hey, buddies. Oh, cool name. Great podcast. Five star. Hey, buddy. Love the info and last only negative is the color orange is ugly. <laughs> Go dogs listening for over a couple years. Now this is a must listen on the way to work. Hashtag no happy. Hey buddies. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for that one. I didn't appreciate that ass whooping last week. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Next one comes from Drew Chester. Great podcast. Five star. Other than y'all being Lane Vol fans, I loved listening to the pod and both of your in-depth analysis of all the weekly SEC games on the slate. Row Tide. Well, Drew Chester, I appreciate you. So does Bruno. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> Next one comes from... Whoa. So, hey, 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 buddy. Hey, we're almost done here. All right, then we'll go play. Hey, that's enough. This one comes from Stat Ham... Wait, that's not how that goes. Stat Ham G.A. Joe. I love the name. It's confusing, but I love it. Go Dogs. Five-star. Fun to listen to. Great representation of the SEC fan base. Better than any ESPN coverage. Well, Stat Ham G.A. Joe, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for that one. Next one comes from Aaron Cherry. Cool name. Five-star. Love the pod. Mike and Cousin Shane keep me entertained while sharing all the news, game stats, and picks from across the league. Keep it up and hashtag Go Tigers. Well, Aaron Cherry, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Next one comes from BK Gator Chomp 15. That SEC football podcast is great. Five star. I just started listening to you guys this year. I don't know what I have been doing before this. Love the show. Keeps me up to date on all the teams, and I'm able to have conversations with friends and know some news in the conference. Plus, hearing Tennessee guys' predictions on Florida winning the SEC East is sweet music to my ears. (laughs) Go Gators. Well, BK Gator Chomp 15, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, BK. Next one comes from Jake Wasikowski. I think that's how you said No, there is no, that's not how you say that. Jake Washkowiak. That's, that's a cool name. I like it. Five-star coverage. Five-star. Great podcast that covers every single team in depth and never fails to get you pumped for game day. Cheers, fellas, and woo pig suey. Well, Jake Wash, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Jake. Next one comes from wife of FUD63. <laughs> Send my husband a daggone cozy. Five star. My husband is making me leave <laughs> this review so he can get a free koozie. I'm going to smack him upside his big old misshaped head if he don't shut his yap about it. Go Gators. <laughs> well, wife of FUD63, I appreciate you and I appreciate FUD as well. Yeah, thanks guys. Love the hustle. Next one comes from Fort Balls. Good stuff. Five star. They are funny, honest, and are always well-informed on their teams. They cover 
All the information and the intro music for the show and the picks is hilarious. Keep it up. Well, Fort Balls, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Fort. Next one comes from Ride 11 Great show. Five star. Love the show, guys. I appreciate the Around the League news is provided, and I love the coaches' sound bites. Shane, drink the beer you love. Go Vols, <laughs> Rod. I'm back on the bullets, baby. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thanks, Jay. Next one comes from Mac Farty Oops. <laughs> is that my brother? Is this, uh, this is burner account. GBO, five-star, go Vols, great show. Well, uh, Mac Farty Oops, I love the name and appreciate you. Thanks, Mac. Next one comes from Jeff AJ, 1980, great podcast, five-star. Great podcast, Mike and Shane. I'm a Tennessee ball living in Florida. Cross enemy lines. I made that part up, Mike. So <laughs> I live and breathe the SEC. Y'all are both knowledgeable and funny. Shane, put down that nasty IPA and pound those silver bullets, buddy. <laughs> well, buddy, I am, Jeff A. I appreciate you. Man, some uh, it's th- these silver bullets are, are stacking up here. Thanks, Heffy. <laughs> I'm going to need another one here in a second. Next one comes from the Z-Man 18 Amazing Show. Five star. Love the podcast and the dedication and detail to each SEC school. Keep it up, guys. Hey, buddy. The Z-Man, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Z-Man. Next one comes from Braze Fan 623 Great podcast. Five star. Love the podcast. Have been listening for a couple seasons now. I enjoy getting the info on every game and every week. I love every week at how much of a homer Cousin Shane and how bad it makes him look at times. P.S. If you get a chance to try Warped Wing Brewery Beer from here in Springboro, Ohio, I've never had it, but I will try it. I'm telling you, if, if I get these beers, I will drink them. I went through those IPAs. It wasn't fun. But I went through them. But go dogs from Ohio, UGA, all day. Well, Braves fan 623, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Braves fan. Next one, PNW Hog. Woo, pig, five star. I grew up in Arkansas. Razorbacks are the most important thing to us sports-wise. These guys make us feel like I'm back home. If I had a bad day, listening to this show makes the drive home just that much better. Thanks, y'all. Keep it up. Well, PNW Hog. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, PN. Next one comes from JH423, big SEC Mike guy. Oh, Uh-oh. he doesn't like Shane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long list, Mike. Five star. I love Mike's work on Twitter and as well as his podcast, Go Balls. JH423, thanks for my acknowledgement, and I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you. <laughs> uh, next one comes from CT Matt 54 top. Three college football podcasts. Mike, all right, top three. Five star. This podcast is firmly in my top three favorite college football podcasts. I can't wait for the episodes to drop, and I'm constantly wondering who Cuzzy Shane is going to pick up the Honda dealership method. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast, even if it is for a Tennessee homer. I appreciate y'all, and go dogs. Well, CT Matt 54, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. Next one comes from Poyer Dude. Hey, buddy, five star. Originally, I came to this podcast after the host Mike tweeted some craziness about my Florida Gators, but now it's a must listen. Great overview of the entire SEC with plenty of news. Thanks to Mike and the laughs. Thanks to Cousin Shane. Shane picks 
might be questionable, but their entertainment isn't. Go Gators. <laughs> so this guy came to attack you on Twitter, Mike, and now he's an avid listener. Well, Poyo, welcome to the family. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. And uh, don't take anything I say there personally. <laughs> You could be digging all day if you get on the <laughs> uh, Next one comes from Orange Privilege. The best unlike the rest. Five-star. Pop that top with a five-star rating for a five-star podcast. The team breaks down, have tons of great information, and are must-listen. The topic time stamps are great addition. This podcast is truly the high-gravy IPA amongst Sizzy Seltzer. Seas. Man, we, I didn't need a tongue tie right here at the end, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, amongst sissy seltzer, seltzers. Go Vault. Have you ever had a seltzer? I've never had one orange privilege, but I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not a, not a seltzer guy. No, we're a bullet guy. VA Hog fan. Woo, pick. Five star. Love this podcast. Best info from around the SEC. Not biased toward any teams, and they Hey, Chad Morris, as much as I do. Hashtag yes, sir. Woo pick <laughs> suey. Go hogs. Well, VA hog fan, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, hog fan. And I do hate Chad Morris. Next goes to Hogeye74, the best podcast ever. Five star. Mike and Shane, I stole my wife's phone in order to write another review and let the world know how great this podcast is. Keep up the good work and go Vols. Well, Jay Melton, I appreciate the hustle, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate that one. Next one comes from Redberg 76, 76, 76. Five star. What's up, Mike and Cousin Shane? Just wanted to give a shout out to the best podcast and get me through the long, hard days at work. I'm an LSU fan all the way from Illinois, and I have to say is, Mike, you need to stop putting that bad juju on my Tigers. It's messing with our season. <laughs> Go Tigers. Well, Redbird76, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Redbird. This one comes from Dogs8722. Love it. Five star writing this review seven beers deep. And I got to say, I need a beer cozy. All jokes aside, this is a great podcast. Love there are daily shows and not just one or two a week like the others. Keep up the hard work, fellas. Hashtag go dogs. Dogs 8722. I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, dogs. Next one comes from LAVACA6. Lava6. Cool name. Best SEC podcast round. Five star, best place to get all the current updates and detailed reviews. Let's get a koozie. Go hogs, woo pig suey. Well, lava, I appreciate you. Appreciate you, lava. Next one comes from Nick Nick J underscore fourteen. Best college football podcast. Five star, best college football podcast out there for the best conference. SEC Mike and cousin Shane get me hyped all week for SEC action. Very entertaining and informative podcast. Hell, the pirate even vouches for them. What more of a review do you need? <laughs> Give them a listen. Well, Nick J, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Next one goes to Go Dogs Beat Bama. Oh, I love it. Cousin Shane, five star. This dude makes me laugh every time he laughs. Well, Go Dogs Beat Bama, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. You, you don't care about Mike. Look, there's mine right there. You, Mike had his. I got mine. Go dogs, beat Bama. Next one, last one, Mike. This one goes from Go Bama ninety five five star. Being from Tuscaloosa and living out in Utah, I always 
am looking for more ways to get news about my Tide as well as the SEC. When I stumbled upon this podcast, I found the best and most comprehensive source for that info. Thanks, and roll Tide, y'all. Well, go Bama. I hope you weren't around them Cougars up there in Utah, and I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. (laughs) And that's the first thing you thought of when you heard Utah? I was like, man, I hope you weren't near that Cougar. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's not mad because uh, we both picked Georgia, but... Then again, you look at our picks. They're not. Yeah, the way that's going, that's, uh, that's good news for them right there. Trust Georgia me. Georgia fans are probably more mad that we picked them. <laughs> hey, we didn't lock any of them up, though, so they can't totally no, blame us, right? No, that's correct, Mike. Well, I tell you what, man, that one wore me down. I appreciate you guys. That's all in one week, man. That's all in one week. And that's just the written ones. There's been a lot of reviews. Nobody's posted anything. I appreciate the hustle, guys. Uh, really does help us out. Um, and more koozies if we get in, we'll start sending them out. You see phones, steal them. You know, you got your wife, you got your ex-wife, you know, you're doing a kid swap. You got her phone there and she's wondering what you're doing. Just putting in a review real quick, you know. Any chance you get to put a review, that helps us out. And we'll be sure to read it online. And send you a beer koozie of your choice. That's just our way of saying thanks. So, hey, that's going to do it for this one, Shane. Thanks for joining me as always. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Enjoy the games on Saturday, and we'll catch you out on Recap on Monday. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, nobody bet me this week from Kentucky. What's up with that? They're scared. Who wants a bourbon bet, baby? Get to Cousin Shane. <laughs> oh, you <laughs>